All right, team, thank you so much for jumping on the call this Monday morning. Um, on today's call, um, before we go into new content, I want to just take a few minutes to review what we discussed last week. And I think the, the key here was that we, we went over the, the architecture of what your sales funnel should look like. Okay. And if you remember, we talked about the three rocks of marketing last week where um, you were going to use the Barbara Corcoran method to go back and um, identify the point of origination on all of your sales, both buyers and listings, and where that, uh, uh, you know, that origination came from, not referrals. But you want to go back through the referral tree to find out where the seed was planted originally. And what you will find most commonly is that there will be a theme that will get uh, that will get started where you're going to have two, maybe three uh, lead generation activities that give you the majority of your original business. Okay, so we talked about that last week and you really need to spend the time and do that because it's what will allow you to have a really good view on what works for you. Like I said, 40% of my database are from people that I met at open houses or through people that were referred to me by people that I met at open houses. So if I wouldn't have had that one point of origination, um, uh, it, it would have been a really, really difficult go for me. But because I had that background in retail and I had my system set up, it, it was where I got most of my business. Now, that was the very top of the sales funnel, which is your three rocks of marketing. Now, you got to have that in place, okay? Then it fades down, then it rolls down into your deliver and leverage, okay? And we're going to talk about that more in detail today. And then below the deliver and leverage is the database and relationship management portion of your business. And for you to have a really successful business that is enjoyable and predictable, you've got to have all three areas working together. Okay. Um, so that is the the architecture of the sales funnel um, kind of better explained. We also, again, talked about, like I mentioned, the referral tree last week, which is you will find throughout your business that a lot of referral pleas, referral trees are there. And that's, again, where those seeds of origination are planted. And then you have referrals that spring up off of those referral trees. Um, if I was you, planning for 2021, I would be trying to identify some more influencers for your business that can grow more of these referral trees, okay? So I guess I would ask you, did you do your homework? Did you go back and identify your transactions over the last two years and identify which lead strategies are most effective for you? I just brought it up earlier. I'm going to bring it up again. That is not something you can gloss over. It is so important. But today I wanna to go in more depth in a few areas and add a few new concepts to the mix. And 
you know, I briefly talked about what is deliver and leverage. Okay. Deliver and leverage is that portion of the sales funnel, which is when you are in transaction phase with your client. Okay. From that phone call where they say, listen, we're ready to start, you know, we're ready to start looking or we want to list our property. That's when the deliver and leverage gets activated. Okay. Deliver and leverage gets activated at that point. And the, the point, what I want to discuss here today in this area um, is a concept that so many agents, number one, don't know about, or they don't think about in more detail or often enough. And that is, is that you should go into every transaction with the idea that you're going to get two other transactions out of that original transaction. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that if you've got a buyer, okay, if you've got a buyer, you want them to, you know, remark about you, right? Remarkable and a remarkable experience is something that people remark about. Okay, so you want to create such an experience during that during that transaction that that buyer is going to introduce you to one, two, or three more people. Okay, and there's times during those transactions that you've got to ask them for the business. You got to have that open for business sign on above your head. Okay, most agents what they do during a transaction is they say, okay, I've got a buyer. Or I've got a seller and I just got to get them across the finish line. Okay. And that's, that's true. You, you've got to do that. You've got to make sure that they're happy and they're closed. Okay. And they get, they get closed on their transaction. But the part that most agents, again, forget is that they don't keep their head up and look for other opportunities during the transaction. You could double your business next year by just focusing on this one thing. Okay. Can you get two more or three more or at least one more introductions from your client during that transaction? And again, people remark about a remarkable experience. They just do. Okay. Now, most agents are pretty good at this, actually. Um, you know, if you look at the survey from the National Association of Realtors, it says that 90% of people survey, clients surveyed, would use their buyer's agent again. And the typical seller referred their agent at least once. When, they, when you say typical, that means that if you're happy, which is normally about 90% of the time the client's happy, a typical seller will refer their agent at least once and 36% have referred their agent at least three times based on, again, the National Association of Realtors 2019 survey. Now these are really strong numbers and that's, that's exciting stuff. That suggests that, um, that the public is very happy with their agent during the transaction. So I love, hearing that. I love hearing that that the public is happy with their agent. What agents don't do well, okay, is that bottom piece of the of the sales funnel, which is relationship and database management. 
only nine, you know, six percent via Zillow, nine percent via the National Association of Realtors, where they actually do go and use that broker again for the second and third transaction that they do, which means that in the architecture of the sales funnel, agents primarily focus on stage number one, three rocks or you know, lead generation, okay. And then they focus on deliver and leverage, okay, which means that they're transactional in nature, okay? A transactional agent can be a very good agent in level one and level two, but where most agents fail is in that third level, which is relationship and database management. So in a couple of weeks, I'm going to put this whole thing together, but I want to stay on deliver and leverage here for a minute where we are maximizing the impact of a transaction. So I want to give you a couple ideas on scripting that you can use um, during a transaction. And because so many of you are doing an amazing job with your clients, throughout the transaction, you will get situations where the client will praise you or say, you know, Mr. Agent, you are, or Mrs. Agent, you are doing such an amazing job. Thank you so much for your effort. I, we really appreciate it. We could not have done it without you. This gives you an opportunity. I want you to automatically think in that moment when someone gives you that kind of praise and listen, you earned it. That's like somebody putting the tea, the ball on the tee for you. All right. And this is what you want to say. All right. This is your script. You want to respond to them and say, you know, um, you want to say thank you for for that comment. All right. Thank you so much. You know, I needed to I needed to hear that today. I really appreciate it. You know, if you ever have a friend, family member or colleague that could use my expertise, I really would love the introduction. Let me say that again. Mr. or Mrs. Client, thank you so much. I needed to hear that today. I really appreciate it. You know, if you could, if you ever have a friend or family member or a colleague that could use my expertise, I'd really love the introduction. Now, th what this phrase does for you, team, is that it says that you are, quote unquote, open for business, right? You need to teach and show your clients how to refer you is your, do you have that sign on above your head that says open for business? And these are the kind of, these are the ways that you do that, okay? Now at the closing or at the end of the transaction, kind of like when the keys get turned over, right? I know a lot of us are not going to closings right now. In fact, most of us are not. But someone that'll be another period of time where uh, someone will, you know, say to you, thank you so much. You know, thank you for getting us to this point. And what I would always tell my clients with great success is there's this transition script, which is right between your deliver and leverage, the transaction is ending. And right before you go into your relationship and database management processes. And what I would say, and it worked great, I would say, just so you know, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, or Mrs. and Mrs. Seller, 
this is not the end of our relationship. Okay. This is just not the end. You're stuck with me. You can call me for anything. I want to be here. I want to be a resource for you. And, you know, you're going to be hearing from me over time. And I just want to make sure you know that. But the key phrase in there that I would say is that this is not the, the um, end of our relationship. Okay. It's the beginning. Okay. And you're stuck with me. So that's basically them inviting them to say, you know, to come to you after the fact. What people's expectations are is that they're going to drive the car off the lot and that will be the end of the relationship. Okay. Transaction is over and it's done. And quite honestly, guys, 91 to 94% of the time, they're right. Most agents let their client drive the car off the lot and they wave and and then the you know the agent goes back to trying to find more business okay but this one little script is an amazing way to let them know that you are not going to be that type of agent okay so it's a good transition also you need to be asking for testimonials before the transaction closes okay before the transaction closes, not after. So a good time to do this is when you get a clear to close or all of the contingencies are met and you're just sitting there kind of during that awkward time frame where you're waiting for the property to, to close. Now I realize that sometimes you don't get the CDC, C2, CTC to until a day or two before the closing. I understand that. Um, but there's that little window where everybody's kind of taking a deep breath and they're just waiting for that closing. That's the best time to ask for a testimonial. All right. Cause once the, once the seller or the buyer closes, what they're most focused on at that point is getting settled in, in their new place, right. Or moving vans are coming and they're packing up and whatever it might be, but they are, they have mentally said, okay, They've checked the list. They've checked the box. Okay, we've closed. Now they've moved on. And in their mind, like I said, they've already driven the car off the lot. You're kind of in the rear view mirror. So you want to make sure to get those testimonials prior to closing. Okay, so that is a little bit more of a review. Uh, or this is a review and a little bit better understanding of the importance of deliver and leverage. If you can turn that one transaction into three team and keep your head up and look for opportunities in every transaction, you could do much better next year um, um, off of that one little idea. Now, next week, what we're going to talk about is personal branding and personal branding. I'm going to pull in some ideas around social media because I think that is the dominant place to really build your your brand. Um, and in two weeks, we're going to show you how to put all of this together, right? All of these, the sales funnel together and the, and what you can look forward to if you get all three areas of the sales funnel working and what kind of momentum you can create over the long haul of your business. You know, it, once you figure this out, once I figured it out, it was just like, man, this is, this is not even fair, right? You're getting new business coming in off the top. You're getting multiple deals um, during transactions and introductions. And then you got people out of your database that are referring you others. 
and then coming back to use you again. So you're getting all three of these parts of your business working together. And that's how I double my business four times in five years is making, you know, figuring this out and making it work for me. So again, next week, personal branding, two weeks, we're going to show you how to all, you know, to how to put it all together. And as you can see, we're starting to crescendo to the idea of getting you to 35,000 feet, right? What we're doing right now is we're gaining speed and altitude by creating these lead generation strategies. And then here in about three weeks, we're going to be at 35,000 feet looking down on a business that is crushing it. And there's different things you do when you're in that mode at 35,000 feet. That's always my goal with Take Flight is to get you there, but you got to do all the work up to this point. Okay. So team, I want to thank you so much for jumping on today. I appreciate it. I'll get all of this posted. It'll be on my uh, SoundCloud and podcast later today. And um, again, have an awesome week. I'll talk to you later. Bye.